Hello. Was it 38 or 39? It was 39. Mini said 39. Here we are. Harry, Harry's shaking his head. Um, today we're talking about our results. The results are in, man. You could explain any more. <laughs> We've been doing vote co- Well, you've been doing vote coasters for ages. And finally, it's done. What is it? What is it? I think we've talked about this before a bit on the podcast, but basically it's a community roller coaster pile and you have to log on and there's like draggy and droppy boxes and you just put all your list in of all your roller coasters you've ridden and then some kind of magic, I don't know how it works, compares them all. So like say you've ridden Wildfire and you put it below Nemesis then it would just clock that as a vote, or I don't know how you'd say it. Anyway, it works out which roller coasters come on top, but it's not like <laughs> it's not as biased as if you just. I don't know the other method of how you do it. How would well, you do it? Well, you could just score it, so you could say number one in someone's list gets twenty points, number two gets nineteen. Right. So on and so forth. But, but then, then if not a lot of people have ridden a ride and they they only get two people who put it first, yeah, it they did. would only have 20 points, whereas it's yeah. actually a really good ride. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we did a poll and uh, apparently like a gazillion people actually voted on it. How mm. many was it? Like a... 2,700 2, people yeah. ranked. If you add up all the roller coasters in everyone's list, you get to 115,000. Which we weren't expecting. No. So it's probably the uh, biggest rank-based poll ever conducted. Bigger than um, the last ever Mitch Hawker's poll. Um, Which is mad. Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. So, yeah, more people, more... um, Yeah, more people, and they were... As there were more, they were ranking more rides. Yeah. I think we averaged about the same as Mitch Hawker's per person. Like forty two and a half or something. Oh, so the average amount of rides you've ridden. Yeah, you it was ranked. the same, but because we'd had so many more people do it. Um, Overall, you had more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, crazy. And obviously, we, as I said, um, computer does all the magic, calculates the results, <laughs> lots of lots of data points and everything, um, and spit out some numbers. No, we played with them. <laughs> a little bit to see if we can make it better based on a few different things because obviously this was the first time we'd had so much data to play with Yeah. so um, it, one of the reasons it took a, a week and a bit to sort out the data was because we'd never done it before in that way so you were trying things out weren't you yeah so we wanted to see what the best mechanisms were what best requirements uh, could what requirements could come up with the best results, essentially. Yeah, so like, <clears throat> what's the word? Like a minimum... Yeah, a minimum threshold. Yeah. So, you know, we... One of the things we did was... We basically ran it just straight away. Any, any coaster that had less than five people ridden it, we removed it mm-hmm. and then ran it and said that, okay, if each matchup, so each, as Zoe said, each comparison, so, you know, comparing Wildfire and Nemesis... That needs to happen at least five times for it to count. Yeah. That Otherwise, the... it, you know. Well, yeah. the lower down the number, so like 
closer you get to like zero is how it's going to be less accurate. Isn't yeah. it? So you have to find the point of which it's as accurate as it can be. Yeah. To make it the best results. So we started with five and it was good, uh, but we were finding that a lot of, there were a lot of lesser ridden coasters, especially in Asia, that were just about missing out. You know, because not quite, enough people. Yeah, that it was a bit too harsh. So we ran it again with three instead of five. Yeah. Still, you needed five people to have ridden it before it even gets counted. Um, but we found with three, it was just much better. A lot of the uh, rarer coasters all got bumped up to places that just felt more reasonable. Yeah. Um, because so- probably some of these rides is like. Just not that many, like we were saying mm. before, not many people have ridden it, so they can't rank it. Yeah, exactly. But that makes it unfair because just yeah. because only five people have ridden it doesn't mean it shouldn't rank higher, you know? So the quality would have got worse, but it also kind of, the rankings got better. Yeah, so it balanced out. Yeah, it, it was worth it. The The lower quality methodology was worth the better quality result yeah. in the end. Yeah, Um. So we went forward with that. And the final thing we did, which uh, I'm not too sure if other polls do this. I don't know about Mitch Hawker. I do know a few other polls don't do this, Mm -hmm. which is every coaster that doesn't meet the threshold gets removed. So a lot of times what people end up doing is, you know, you rank all your coasters. And we said they had to have a certain amount of matchups to be given a rank. So a coaster had to be compared to at least 100 other roller coasters to get a rank. So, in other words, it has to be in... No, no, no. There has to be five, uh, 100 valid comparisons. So, Nemesis against Helix, Nemesis against Yeah, Tarot. that's what I was going to say. It has to be in people's lists where it's compared against other things. So, if someone's got a list made up of three rides, that's not going to help much because there's only other two comparisons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean successful comparisons between other coasters. So, what I mean by that is three people had to have had that comparison for it to become successful and we need a hundred of those successful comparisons between different coasters for it to count okay so right. comparisons with coasters that have also been compared to other stuff i'm just i'm talking about comparisons with coasters directly so yeah, you know, know nemesis might have had five one against the smiler that's one of the hundred and then nemesis might have had uh two three against helix that's number two of the comparison, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So what I was just trying to say was, you can't have just been to a UK park, say there's some obscure UK coaster, and all you're comparing it to is other obscure coasters that no one's got in their yeah, list. It, it has to be a ride that's like well-known and got loads of other comparisons. Yeah, yeah, but it helps to... If, if you're going to make a list and you've ridden obscure coasters, it really helps to put them with really mainstream coasters yeah. with really obscure ones because then you can build upon the matches that are most likely to happen mm-hmm. um so yeah but essentially those were our, our minimum requirements so what we did is we after we did the second run um we saw all of these coasters that didn't quite have a hundred matches and we deleted them so that they weren't being counted at all and then ran it again right right because then what you're saying is, you, essentially you're saying that I'm not going to include these rankings because they're not good enough, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of people then leave that in so that these coasters that aren't included in the ranking go on to affect the ones that are. Mm-hmm. So you should take them out, 
because then you're running the system with only roller coasters that You've are got good. enough matches. Exactly. Um, and again, we did that and saw improvements. Yeah. So a lot of the lesser known coasters went up a few places again. Um, just because I think what, what, what happened is a lot of lesser coasters were just being compared against the big boys and like bumping up the big boys a little bit just because the numbers, right. you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult to kind of get your head around. But yeah, so we did that and it got better again. Um, so we were like, yes, happy days. <laughs> so we went with that and that was our final one. Um, but it was interesting to see kind of things shift around. Like, obviously, I love Carnan at Hansa Park, so I was obviously watching where that went. <laughs> so the first run, it was 25. Uh, that was with five being the limit. The second yeah. run, it was 25, with Ooh. three being the limit. And then the third run, it went up to 23. No way. So I was like, hell yeah. <clears throat> That's so, a good example, actually, when you think about it, because... Conan is kind of lesser known. It's like yeah. a middle one, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's got bumped up twice by taking out yeah. the ones that shouldn't really be in there. Age and Ica went up quite a lot uh, mm. between all three. I think it went up and then went up again. So, it yeah, uh, we were definitely most happy with the final one. You know, we spent a, a lot of time just looking at the results. Um, me, Aaron, Andrew, Joel, just looking at them and, and being like, what makes the most sense, yeah. you know? Um, so. so that was it then? You had yeah. the results. Yeah. Yeah. And your reaction was? Um, I mean, fine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. Like, I, half of me wanted them to be really radical, but then the other half of me wanted them to be really obvious. Yeah. Um, well, I, feel like, I feel like you got a bit of both. Hmm. you got to think, a lot of the polls out there that are currently, that are currently running are way smaller than this. Mm-hmm. Um. So when we did this, it's almost kind of certain that it's not going to be the same as everyone else's. Yeah. Because I think there's two things, and, and this is what I really want to push is, a lot of polls out there already just cater to like the super enthusiasts who really care and have ridden like thousands of coasters. Which makes sense in a way because they've ridden the most, so they, they're in a position to rank the most, like they know yeah, different sure. ones. Do you know what but I mean? I, and even our poll, right, the more you rank, the more of an impact you have, right? Yeah. But, but then but then with, like, those enthusiasts who have been everywhere, they're more likely to have, like, strong opinions about stuff or, like, be so dedicated to, like, certain rides, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, and I think sometimes the sample's just too small. Yeah. Where you get just all of these kind of people that, yeah, perhaps aren't the average parkgoer. And yeah. we really wanted to get the opinions of everyone, you know, both top and bottom, um, because then it's a more kind of fair view on everything. It's representative of yeah, like everyone. Yeah, not just the people who have ridden thousands of roller coasters, but also the people who have ridden 20. Yeah, because it, with this system, if you've ridden 20 or if you've ridden 1,000, it doesn't really matter because you're just making matches. Exactly. So... You're just contributing as much as you can. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, pretty it doesn't much. Really matter. That's it. Yeah, everyone contributes their own amount. You never yeah. get compared against anyone else. You only ever contribute um, your own. The rankings. ones you've ridden. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Um, I, I mean that. Yeah, that and that was. I think one of the main takeaways is that the, the I, results looked a bit different because there was di- different people, people that hadn't yeah. been and then, polled before. Another thing I found with other polls with is that. 
a lot of them obviously like ours is based around one community but i managed to try and spread it as far as i could obviously mm-hmm. by getting uh people like Costa studios uh, you know to to help share it mm-hmm. which spread it beyond my own community and into other people's whereas a lot of other ones are just in one community and what you find is like that whole community does a big trip to somewhere yeah and their, opinion, their opinions merge everyone's opinion on that trip has the same opinion yeah and they all say oh this ride is really good right because that's but, like in our nature to just like agree with other people yeah so they all say the same thing and then the next poll that happens, <laughs> boom, it They've goes up. They've all formed their opinion, it, yeah. It, it, that, that ride just shoots up. Yeah. Right. And it's a bit like, well, it's not really that fair because yeah. now all of these people have basically colluded to have the same opinion. Because, like, when you think about it, the amount of times we go to, like, meet up with our friends or whatever, we all have, like, completely different opinions about stuff. Mm. So I can't imagine how, unless... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just it's, so similar in personality. It, it happens. Or... I've seen it. I've I've seen it in polls before. Um, so no, but I mean, well, how can you all have the same opinion? I mean, they don't. But what I'm saying is that because they're all doing it together, it it becomes more of a group decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah in a way. And then also, it's just kind of like this. Then this one ride out of like so many gets a huge boost in numbers. You know, it's not evenly spread as much as it could be. Is mm. what I'm trying to say. It's a bit. It just gets a bit messy, and again, we didn't have that because it was spread much wider than just us. Yeah. You know. Well, that and that's the thing we've got to work on next year is mm. spreading it even more. Of course. Because even even as hard as we try to like spread it to other people, there's still like a lot of parks and rides that didn't really get that many. Like you were saying, some of the Asian rides didn't really get many hits mm. because no one's been there like we need to find more people who've been there so like there must be communities over in asia australia who who like we can hit next year and try and get them to like help us make it more representative like this is just the start isn't it it's not i mean it's not representative it is slightly representative compared I think to what it could have been it's the most representative roller coaster pole there is but it's not done yet but it's not yeah exactly in the sense that i i really believe that this poll balances america and europe very well yeah if you look at like the population sizes of europe and america they're pretty much the same our poll exactly the same representation like 48 point i think america's 48.7 no europe's 48.7 europe's 48.7 and america's like 48.5 yeah most polls again are very american heavy like two-thirds american Mm -hmm. so so we've hit Europe, obviously, yeah. which we knew we would because we're from Europe. Exactly. But then there's other areas that were underrepresented. Yeah. And yeah, Asia, Australia, even France. Like, we didn't have that many people from yeah. France. Um, so, so if you know anyone yeah. from those I mean, places. As you said, I ran out of time trying to talk to different people because I was still trying to set up stuff. And yeah. obviously we were busy. Just getting busy. it ready and i did talk to people you know earlier in the poll it was more european and then i reached out to like taylor and el toro ryan and people like that to spread it in america more and it works obviously mm-hmm. um so yeah next year we'll look out you know try and talk to more australian channels more asian channels i've already got ideas and people to speak to but yeah i just ran out of time we didn't manage it but and now we have results i think people exactly. will be more inclined to take part mm-hmm because I think the ultimate thing that we should say is like, if you want to see a roller coaster ranked or rank better, you have to rank it. 
you know. Yeah, but you have to have ridden it. Of course, right, of course. <laughs> so you but, can't be out here showing out what one I'm of sa- the... What I'm saying, you know, if, if you've ridden, like, T-Express, an obscure coaster, and you want to see T-Express continuously do well in the poll, as it should do, then you have to rank it. Mm-hmm. Same with any obscure roller coaster in, like, China, like, Wood Coaster, or uh, Bamboo Forest Coaster, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Python in Bamboo or some weird <laughs> name like that. Um, or that might be a different coaster altogether. Um, if you want to see those get ranked, or Soaring with Dragon, or Coaster Through the Clouds, these really rare ones, you have to rank them if yeah. you've ridden them. Yeah. So it is up to other people. It's up to you to get them on the pole. <laughs> yeah. So to find them and make them do yeah. it. But I mean... My general thoughts on this, right, is a lot of people have said this. Obviously, it's uh, very RMC heavy. Yeah. But then you look at the top 25 and I think there is only a handful of coasters, like less than five, that I would take out of that top 25. Or like three, probably, that I would personally think perhaps should be a little bit lower. Okay. And they're all towards the bottom of the top 25 anyway. You know, one of them better not be Helix. No, it's not. <laughs> um, and this is what I mean. Like, everyone says, yeah, there's lots of RMC coasters in the top twenty-five, but RMC coasters are good. Yeah, <laughs> they they're known to be good. People like them. This is what confused me because obviously we've been watching people react to this like pretty much since it came out, like reading everyone's comments and that. People were saying, "Why is there so much RMC?" Oh my god! I was like, "But isn't." I was very confused because isn't that like a very good company? Like everyone likes I'm their so rides, confused. Yeah. Everyone loves RMCs. All you ever hear is like, "Oh, RMC it, RMC it," and then people were shocked. And I was like, "Why is everyone so shocked? Because they're like really good, aren't they?" Mm. It is strange. It is really strange. I guess maybe it's just the quantity of rides. Because how many was it? Like eleven. I don't know. I only got the top twenty-five stats. I think it was like 11 out of 50, yeah. out of the top 50 were RMCs, which is pretty mad, to be fair. But then how many of them are B&Ms? Not many. Uh, of the top 25, um, five, of the top 50, five are B&Ms, 10%. Okay. Um, 16 are Intamin and 14 are RMC. So there's more Intamin in the top 50 than there is RMC. Which makes sense. Well, there's more Intamins, generally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, but... Yeah, I mean, they're just good rides. That's it. Yeah. That's why they're there. Um, I mean, stuff that I would I would have liked to see Cartland do better. I think it's better than some of them on there, personally. Um, and I know other people feel the same way, and perhaps other people feel a different way. Tiger, as well, 24th. Um, I reckon that should be higher, as well, compared mm-hmm. to some of these other coasters. Um, and then... <laughs> For me, I don't believe that Taran should be so high, but then I see Taran and Wildfire next to each other, and I believe that both of them shouldn't be that high. But then this is where your own opinion become like gets yeah. into it. And that's the thing is like, if you if you just imagine that this is objectively how everyone in the world would rate these coasters, you just kind of have to accept it because obviously we all have our own lists. Mm. We all made a list, and yeah. it's not going to look like our list, is no. it? Because they're all so different. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Because you can't you can't come in thinking it's going to look like your exact list. I think you got to think of this as more of like an average of everyone's opinions. Yeah. You know. You know what would be interesting, because obviously we haven't ridden all of these. Mm. 
if we got our vocosis list next to it and looked at whether they were in the right order, order. in the big list. Mine's not. I already know. It's that. not. Well, no, because Carnan's below Wildfire and Terror. That's true. And he. But looks... how interesting would that be to look at? Mm. Everyone should do that. See how, because obviously, if you just take out all the ones you haven't ridden, yeah, and see yeah, if it's in the right see. order. Yeah. Um. I mean, where's Balder? Is the question because not that, that should be up there if it's going to look like my list. 61. 61, man. That is tragic. Mm. It is a bit tragic. See, and that's the thing, like, just that's not going to appeal to everyone. Exactly. And that's the point. Like, I've seen a lot of comments of people saying, oh, you know, whatever ride should have been higher, whatever ride should be higher. But that's the whole point is that this is a generalized opinion because. Everybody has that one thing they really like in yeah. a ride, and it's not going to reflect that. No. But I feel like most of it was pretty on point. Yeah, I think there's um, some really good sections, especially where you see a lot of um, B&M hypers like, ranked next to each other, okay. which kind of is pretty fitting. Even uh, X2, Dinoconda, and Aegeonica. The order is a bit of a bit of weird in the sense that Aegeonica's usually spoken to be the best of the three, but came out the worst. But they're all very close to each other, mm. you know, and they're the same type of ride and a very similar layout. Yeah. So you'd expect them to all be roughly the same. Yeah. Um, and this is it. I think there's a lot of a lot of good in the sense, even like DC Rivals, the coaster that's over in Australia that you know not many people have been on. Twelve. Yeah. Um, and then Hakuge, 11th in that, you know, that's in Japan. Um, so, so it's getting there, in yeah, other words. It, it's getting there. It, it's not perfect, far from it, but um, it's definitely On the whole, there. it's pretty, it's pretty all right, I guess. Yeah, I think, as I said, it's the best, the best comparison we have so far, I believe, in terms of a general consensus ranking of the world's best roller coasters. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything else better out there right now. Who knows? Let us know if you found one. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, it was interesting to do, obviously, and uh, I think people have generally liked the results. Um, there's been them, um, obviously, we were based in the UK. There's been a quite a lot of comments of, oh, the UK, none of the UK rides are in the top fifty and stuff mm. like that, which. I don't know how to take because I don't really rate any of the UK rides other than like Wicker Man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I, this is the thing, like... Yeah. We've got three that made the top 100. Which isn't bad. No. Um, yeah. But obviously, I... if you live in the UK, you kind of think at least one of them is going to be kind of like world class. But when you actually think about how many good rides there are mm. out in the world, they're not in the UK, mm. you know, which is kind mm. of sad, but... And I think... Uh... Yeah, I think this is also the UK's people's own fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that down to that, right? Because people in the... There's a culture for hating certain rides in the UK. For example? Smiler, Icon. Mm-hmm. And by people hating them and putting them lower in their lists, they're putting them lower in the world rankings. Yeah. Right. But there's no reason for that culture to exist. It doesn't make sense. Like, the Smiler is an objectively good roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people, like, bash it all the time. And anyone who says Icon is so boring is just completely wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, roller coasters speed up, and Icon isn't the fastest thing at the start of the day, but neither is Helix or Boulder. Yeah. You know, and they all ranked higher. 
So, so maybe we need to cut the stupid. UK Taryn isn't even. I remember Taryn first time at the start of the day. It was like, all right, yeah, it's fine. You mm. know, so... So you I, think that we're sabotaging ourselves? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Seriously, I think that's true. Um, okay, so next year, let's all be a bit kinder uh, to the no, UK no, no. parks. You, you want to rank what you think, but what I'm trying to say is... Make, yeah, but, but make your mind up. What I'm trying to say own. is make your own opinion. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't listen to the opinion of a man who says Gerst, all roller coaster Gerstan all all roller coasters are bad, right? Because they're not bad. They're actually quite good rides and very unique and innovative in their own way. Well, so, I think what might make it easier is like just forget what who made it. Just yeah. look at it as a ride. How much enjoyment do you get out yeah. of it? Simple as you know. Do you think it's a good roller coaster? Just objectively, you know, is it, does it fit the bill? Yeah. There you go. Not um, who made it and who likes it in yeah, my friend group. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Very true. Um, so yeah, UK so yeah, people, well you, done, you killed yourself. So <laughs> GG. Uh, but no, and I don't think any... Should any of the UK roller coasters have been in the top 50? No. Not really. No. I don't think so. If anyone was going to do it, it was going to be Nemesis, but purely based on it, it nostalgia. It was in earlier iterations. Right. I think until the final run, I think it was 14. I mean, it's 54. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I reckon Smiler and Icon should be higher. Nemesis, I think, is fine. Uh, but yeah. they're not. I wouldn't put them too much higher anyway. Yeah. I'd only like, bump Smiler up to like. It's at 77. I'd probably bump it up to like 68. And Icon, perhaps, to where the Smiler is now, 77 or 70 something. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. It is. Because um, it depends what rides you'd be bumping down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the best thing about uh, the UK rankings is that uh, the ultimate ranked higher than the big one. <laughs> Which just shows you how hit or miss the big one is. Yeah. The ultimate's known to be trash, so... <laughs> I think that's probably my favourite result mm. of all of them. So let's take a look at some other people's opinions. Um, people are like, too much love for RMC. Well, someone says, just makes me want to ride RMC more. Very it's true. true. Andrew from the channel says, pleasantly surprised to see how well El Toro has held up. And seeing Voyage and Maverick in the top 10 is impressive, considering their age relative to the other rides ranking that high. What? <laughs> I was just waiting for you to reply. I wasn't listening. What? Say it again. <laughs> I was reading these. Pleasantly surprised how El Toro held up. Oh, See, it's old. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. 2000. No, no. And then he said, and seeing Voyage and Maverick oh, at the top right. 10 is impressive, considering their age relative to the other rides ranking that high. Yeah, but they're just good rides. They hold up. I think they're not. They're old, but they're not a different style. That right. makes sense. Yeah. They're still modern in their design, I would Ahead say. Ahead of their time, man. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd just say I don't think things have changed too much. Yet. Right, right. Too much. I think it will. I think it will start to. Um, I think we'll see this year be a different, a whole new shift. Well, yeah. So, I mean, this next decade. Um Leon Newton says, I still can't believe that Nemesis ranked higher than Inferno. I don't get that. What? I like... Sorry, who... are you mad? Again, you know, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but like, Inferno over Nemesis, it, it's just That's an opinion. not going to happen, man. I don't think makes sense. Yeah. Like... Because they're essentially the same thing, but Nemesis is more intense and just better. The, I don't know how to explain the, it. The Inferno layout, right, sure. The thing is, right, the Inferno layout is a really generic uh, invert layout, yeah. where it's inverts have a, usually a sequence of, uh, of elements. It's a vertical loop, a zero-g roll, sometimes a second vertical loop, and then, like, two corkscrews. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Inferno is vertical loops, zero as you roll, two corkscrews. Interlocking corkscrews, look good off-ride, suck to ride. It's just boring, <laughs> it's pointless. Like, two random helixes that don't really do anything. I don't know, man. It's just, like, I le- it looks good, I think, aesthetically, you know, with the jungle thing going on. Sure. Yeah, but, but it just, so does Nemesis yeah, no, in I a hole. I agree. I, I just, I don't. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just feel like that those two rides is like the dad and the son. Like, how <laughs> can you just be like, oh, yeah, the, the kid's better. It's just not. Like, mm. I don't know. I mean, in, in ways it is better, but in other ways it's not, which I think out outrank it. Uh, Screw Loop says, not surprised to see RMCs dominating this list. It's interesting to see that my only RMC, Zadra, which is third in my rankings, comes second in the world. I think it's fantastic, but I'm baffled to see it rank this high. Don't know, man. I mean, we'll see in the future what happens with uh, Zadra. Mm. It could still be the hype of it being new. I think certain... It's kind of difficult because certain new rides have a new ride hype and other ones have a bit of a slow build-up. Yeah. So Orion and Candemonium, both new for 2020... Uh, they didn't really do as well as I would expect them to. Right. But then But Fly, they might grow on people. Yeah, but then Fly, and obviously Zandra opened late 2019, but, you know, I think it's had a full year at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Fly and Zandra, I think there's a lot of hype behind them, mm-hmm. and I think that they might, over time, slowly fall down the rankings. Okay. So we'll see. It, it's difficult to gauge whether the first year, especially, when not everyone has ridden it, yeah. where yeah. it'll place. So I think it'll only get better. Uh, Aaron says uh, best pull out there obviously Digital Dan also <laughs> upset that um, the better nemesis is over the worst one crazy BG enthusiast BGW sorry enthusiast says will this become an annual thing it will so November 2021 we'll be back uh, ranking again with improved everything yeah. hopefully you know improved user interface taking on in everyone's thoughts over the past month we had a lot of feedback so we'll definitely be implementing that and trying to make it as easy as possible um, and also, if you already have an account, you'll be able to just take your 2020 rankings and update them if you yeah. want to. Or so you you'll log again. in and everything will be there as it was Well, you can choose. I think what we'll end up trying to do is say, you know, do you want to use your 2020 rankings? Yes, no. And then if you say yes, it'll put them in mm-hmm. and then you can adjust them from that. Which is way easier because then yeah. you just slot in any new creds and like rethink or something. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have to whack in another hundred coasters. Yeah, yeah. So Slovis says... Um, Someone, some of them were spot on, some not so much. And he says, like, wood coaster at 92 and python in bamboo forest, that's what it's called. I did get it right in the end, at 1059. Um, I don't know if people saw it, but I actually updated the, the rankings to show roller coasters that had less than 10 riders with a little asterisk. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, those two coasters both had less than 10 riders. Yeah. So, you know, now with the asterisk, it marks rankings that are of a lower quality. Mm-hmm. But... I wanted to keep them in because people will then, they, they won't read into it. Yeah, if they're not they'll there, just think they're not ranked at exactly. all. Exactly. If they're not in the rankings, then they'll think they're not very good, mm-hmm. which I think is, is not too right. So at the moment, you know, if they see an asterisk, hopefully they'll look for the asterisk and be like, you know, written by less than 10 people, lower quality, you know, the ranking isn't as accurate. Mm-hmm. And that'll bode better than, but obviously some coasters are still missing. And I'm going to write up a methodology report explaining how we did it mm-hmm. explaining the coasters the big name coasters that are still missing from the poll and also how to make it better next year for everyone you know so both what we're going to do next year to make it better and then what also everyone else can do to make it better mm-hmm. so big plans man yeah i mean we've got a year to to sort it all out <laughs> we should start now <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I mean, like, bless Jamie, the guy who uh, built the online tool to, yeah. you know, the, and the system that created the actual results, you know. He's been, like, flat out for the past two months. I mean, so have I, but he's been doing it on, obviously, the coding side, and I've been doing it on mainly the website building and making sure that everything's kind of in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, so he deserves a break, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for a couple months. Yeah, but I, I do reckon... Like, very quickly, I'd like to start kind of etching away at it. Yeah. Instead of leaving it all to the last minute like we did this time. Yeah. Just slowly kind of, you know, start in Feb and just get things sorted out. I know we could do a bit more testing and perhaps even play around with the data a bit more before we even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, now we've done it once, it's just going to be so much easier. Yeah. And that's the key message is it's just going to be so much better for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so We did it. Yeah. Now it's on to the year two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>